Hi, friends. Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. My name is Sarah, and this is a podcast I started with my best friend, Kaylee, to share our perspectives of navigating the mysterious, exciting, and sometimes daunting journey of being single women in our 30s, living into our dreams, figuring things out as we go, and celebrating the beauty through it all. As life enters a new season for both of us, we hope this will be a space where you get to experience freedom to live the life you were created for and deep joy to delight in the journey along the way. By inviting you to listen in on our conversations, through sharing my stories, and by adding new friends to the mix as well. I'm so excited you're here, and I can't wait to create and live out our most beautiful lives together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the High Friend Podcast. If this is your first time, then I am so glad that you are here. And if it's not your first time, then thank you so much for continuing to tune in and join. And I'm just so grateful for anyone who finds this content resonating with them. And I wanted to pop in today. I think this one will be a little bit on the shorter side, but continuing with the theme of attachment and having a hard time letting go of people because I definitely have a lot more to share on this. And I have even lately just been having a lot of things kind of click together. And I really want to sit down and um, write all of that out and put together an episode on a more that's on like more practical level, but I haven't had time to this week. I am in trip mode, trip prepping mode, and I just know that I won't have time to record multiple episodes before I leave and get those scheduled, so I will most likely be taking a couple weeks off from the podcast, Um, but come November, I'm hoping to be back with some more around this, and for now though, I felt really led to share this specific um, episode with you guys. And it's, it's going to basically be like a meditation that I wrote a while ago and it's on my blog, but, um, I just have found myself returning to it so often and just kind of had the thought of that I should do a recording of it for the podcast. Um, but before I get into a little bit of background behind that, and then the actual meditation, just, um, a couple quick updates. So, Last time I shared that I was getting new floors in my room and my bathroom. And so I am currently sitting on my new carpet because I sit on the floor to record this and I can see my new bathroom floor from here. And I honestly just can't tell you how much joy it brings me. My room feels like a million times cleaner. It smells good. It looks nice and it feels good on my feet. And I've also just been doing some little upgrades to my bathroom and I just... I guess it's just like a note on things that bring us joy or following after little like pings or things that are leading us in the direction of something that sounds really fun. I go on kind of these kicks where I get really kind of like obsessed or really focused um, on like certain projects or things that I just am really excited to complete. And and so with this, with my room, it's interesting because like I mentioned, I'm I'm not necessarily planning on like making this my home forever. And I'm actually, you know, very much in the process of looking for another place or being open to that if it were to come across my path. So it just, again, seems kind of counterintuitive that I would be putting effort or money or anything into the space that I'm in currently now. But I just thought about the fact that sometimes it is so not about the finished product and as much as it would be so fun to like fully deck out this room or 
um, just do all these different things to it. I know that I am leaving and so it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but even if I, like I said before, like even if I only get to enjoy it for a short amount of time and, or I know that the next person is going to really be able to benefit from the upgrades that I've made or the things that I've done, it's still the process of, building this space or making my space more beautiful is so enjoyable to me that sometimes that's all that matters. Like I don't mind. And I realized that I, I listened back to my last episode and I completely changed thoughts mid sentence. And what I had started to say at one point was that I have this feeling that as soon as I quote unquote finish doing all the things that I want to this room, I have a feeling that that's when I'll find my new place just because I've heard that that happens. That's happened for other people. And I also, yeah, I think it just is, again, a reminder that sometimes it's just about following our joy to wherever it takes us. And if that is, you know, running multiple errands to find cute new accessories for your bathroom or home improvement stuff or things for a future home that you know you're going to enjoy, then sometimes that's the best thing to follow and go do those things. And you can enjoy the process and you don't have to worry about the outcome or the fact that you may not get to enjoy it long term. Sometimes it's not just about enjoying the finished product. It's about enjoying the journey in it too. So I just wanted to share that. And again, yeah, this is just something that I've noticed as I've been trying to pay a lot of attention to things that I gravitate towards or that bring me joy or the things that I would call like my authentic code. Like what are the top values that I have or the things that I like to surround myself with or do? One of the things that I've noticed is that I very much enjoy things around beautifying my space and decluttering and living, having a beautiful home and, and all of that. And so I'm just leaning into that. And I don't think it means I'm meant to be an interior designer or anything. I don't like the thought of doing it for other people or think I even have an eye for that. I just more so like doing it for myself. <laughs> and I've also just been so amazed by the fact that the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, that I read probably four to five years ago. And that's when I did the full blown purge to my room. Um, I blogged about it a long time ago. Um, you can, I probably searched that on glitter and grace, but it was, I mean, it was insane how much stuff I got rid of and how much it changed my room and all of that. But I continue to be so amazed by how much that book and the concepts in it have stuck, stuck with me and how much I apply that to my life. And I'm, you know, the idea is that once you do the major purge and you like tidy everything up for, for good, quote unquote, then you shouldn't really have to be spending a ton of time tidying. And obviously I'm not fully to that point, but I just like more and more, I'm getting my room closer and closer to exactly how I want it to be, where everything either serves a function or is there to bring me joy. And it just is so nice to see the progress that I've made and to feel just very, at peace and to have so much joy when I am in my room or in my home and thinking of how I'll apply those concepts to a future place that I live in. So if you have not read that book, I I feel like at this point everyone had, but then I've been coming across lots of friends who haven't, and it might not be something that is exciting. Sounds exciting to everybody. Totally get that. But honestly, top five, probably books in my life that have truly changed my life. So, um, just, quick little plug for that. I even found myself, I pulled it out yesterday because I wanted to find a certain passage in it and then re just reread that. Um, but then I started rereading some other parts in it and I was almost wanting to just like read the whole book over again, but I don't really feel like I need to because I, 
I retained most of the stuff that she shares in there, but she is the best. I love her, Marie Kondo. Okay, so for today's post or today's episode, I, as I mentioned, this is a post that I wrote many years ago. I think, yeah, 2013, I posted this to my blog. So um, it is actually at this specific time in my life, it was not about, it wasn't written about the person that um, I've been referencing lately. Um, but clearly this is <laughs> somewhat of a pattern in my life, um, which is okay. And I'm getting to the bottom of it and I am healing it. So I, I'm not, yeah, I just don't feel very caught up in like the, um, any shame or worry about where I'm at with that emotionally. But, uh, again, just using those cues of something that is off in my life or a, a behavior about myself that I wish wasn't there, um, as a signal to point me deeper into healing and to just be a mirror to the fact that there is something there that needs to be uncovered. So, um, again, I will keep sharing things about that. I have uh, more to say that I think will be helpful in future episodes, but for now, this one, I, I don't often, well, actually I can maybe think of just a couple times in my life where I, I guess I would almost, I would use the word channeling probably of, uh, it just really didn't feel like I was personally writing <laughs> these words. It felt, I was on an airplane, um, in the blog post, I set it up, but I was on an airplane going up to see my family, which I feel like a lot of times on flights, my mind is more open to, I feel more creative and more open to things probably because there's not a lot of distractions that are around and, you know, I don't have my phone on and and all of that. And so I had been struggling with a person that I couldn't let go of and had had a lot of emotions around it that week. And so I think I was just thinking through that and it, part of it possibly came from some conversations I had had with a friend and all of a sudden this visualization started unfolding in my mind. And that is not uncommon for me. I feel like God often gifts me with different visuals of things that are very calming or soothing or helpful. And I've, I've definitely written some of those down when I can, because yeah, they're very powerful. And this one I initially wrote down just for myself. I mean, I had, this was not like, I'm going to write a blog post. I just felt like this visual was coming to me and I really wanted to capture that. And so I wrote it all out and then it just like flew through me. Like my hands were flying on the keyboard. Um, I did not care what the people around me were doing. I think I was truly wedged in a middle seat in the back row of the plane between two men who were like sleeping or something. But I just felt like I was in this space where all this inspiration was just pouring through me. And even my writing style I noticed is not, it's not my typical style. So it, it felt very divinely inspired. Um, and then I shared it with a close girlfriend of mine Kaylee, actually, as you guys know on this podcast. And she had shared it with some friends too, with my permission. And just, I got feedback that it was really helpful for people. And so I was like, well, you know what, maybe I'll publish on this, this on the blog if it's helpful, if it ends up being helpful to other people. And what has been so interesting and beautiful about it is that, you know, it's not like I get comments from people. I mean, it's a really old post, so I doubt people are really going back and reading it, but truly it has continued to be such a gift for myself. I have revisited this post multiple times. I go onto my, my own blog and I search letting go and I pull up this post and I read through it and it makes me cry almost every time. And there's something just so calming about it and, um, 
yeah, I don't think that like listening to this or reading it is going to solve all of our attachment problems or get to the root of why they're there in the first place. But I think that for people who do well with um, like auditory meditations or guided meditation or guided visualizations, that this could be something that might be helpful to people. And again, even if I'm the only one that ends up benefiting from this, I had the thought that I would love to hear it recorded and played back to myself too. So um, whether this is for me or for you, I hope that it helps someone find more freedom, more peace, more joy, more release and healing. And so I am going to read the post and then I will link out to it on the latest episode for on underhighfriend.co. So with that, here we go. She felt her body become more and more constrained with every passing day, sometimes every hour. The bondage felt physical as her heart and mind fought to stay attached to someone she knew couldn't be hers. She prayed for release, tried forcing her mind in different directions, even made up lies in hopes it would offer freedom from the hurt, but none of it worked. She was falling down an all-familiar dark hole and wanted nothing more than to get out, to run the opposite direction towards the light and towards freedom. So she cried out in desperation and sincerity and knew the spiral of exhausting inner turmoil and dialogue needed to stop. And he answered. In his most gentle of whispers, he assured her he was there and would not only fight this battle with her, but for her. But first, he needed to undo the damage. He needed to cut the ties before she could walk in the other direction. He called on his angels for assistance. While she lay there in the cool darkness, silent and still, they began their work. At first, the angels attended to her thoughts. They found the spiraling strings that flowed freely and frequently from her mind, connected on the other end to a boy that was the subject of every memory, wish, and daydream. They used tiny gold scissors and cut the strings one by one. Some were small and effortlessly snapped with one gentle snip of the shiny tools. Others were stronger and thicker and took several angels at once, patiently snipping away before it could be broken and undone once and for all. The angels worked quietly and joyously, only stopping to rejoice at every broken tie. She could feel a lightness begin to sweep over her body, starting with her mind, and she allowed her eyes to close as she let go of every thought one by one. After they finished with her thoughts, they moved on to her heart. These ties were a little trickier. They weren't just spiraling thought threads, Rather, they were braided heartstrings that had been bonded and strengthened over time. Some were messy and knotted even. Without skipping a beat, they got right to work, assigning several angels to each braid. This time they didn't use tools. They used their gentle hands and patient fingers to methodically loosen each knot and braid. Again, the angels rejoiced with each successful freeing of a knot or unraveling of a braid. And again, she felt that peace and lightness that was now flooding her chest. They were almost done working when they got to a cord thicker and more knotted than all the rest. It was the biggest heartstring by far, the one she had wrapped around the emotion she had the hardest time letting go of. They decided to all work on it together when they heard his voice speak over all of them. Let me handle this one. The angels exchanged relieved sighs and smiles as they realized the only one fit for the job was taking over. His hands were strong and powerful, but also overwhelmingly soft and gentle. He began working on the knot, all the while singing the most beautiful song over her. The melodies danced in her ears and brought warmth to every part of her body. 
She was afraid the big knot would hurt as it came undone. It had taken so much time to get it to that point, and she figured there was no way out of it except through pain. But there was no pain, no pulling or straining or frustrated tugging at the difficult knot he worked so diligently and gracefully to unwind. He peeled back strand by strand, and before too long, it was finished. The strings wound back up neatly into her heart, and he held on to the damaged end in his hand, letting it absorb into his skin. She cried as she grabbed her chest, feeling a freedom she hadn't been able to recognize for a long time. He reached for her and pulled her into his arms. It felt so comfortable and easy without the cumbersome cords and strands she was so used to getting in her way. He brushed the hair and tears out of her eyes and continued singing. He sang of her beauty and of his great, deep love for her. She closed her eyes and breathed deep breaths, feeling sweet sleepiness take over. With each breath, she fell further into sleep, further into peace, and further into the arms that had just set her free. And there you go. My vision for this was that it could possibly be something that you listen to while you're laying down or relaxing or just closing your eyes and letting those visuals kind of wash over you. And if the the language of God or angels or he is in any way just does not resonate with you, I totally get it. And um, I probably honestly would have even maybe written this differently if I wrote it today as opposed to six years ago. But you can always replace out maybe an image of something else or someone else um, that does feel more comforting to you or that does resonate. But I, again, I just, I felt led to share this and I hope that it helps any of you that might be needing to hear those words or just provides a comforting visual at the least that you can return to. So thank you so much for, friends for listening and for being here. You can find show notes for this episode over at highfriend.co and I'll link to the original posts on Glitter and Grace there. And you can find me on Instagram at Glitter and Grace. And I hope that you have a most wonderful, beautiful rest of your day and weekend or whenever this finds you. And I will be back after my trip. I'm excited to share my experiences from it and to have more episodes that are new in November. So thank you again so much for being here and I will talk to you soon. Bye friends. Mm -hmm.